At Total Wine & More, find the best gifts for everyone on your list, whether it's a Cabernet for sis or a single-barrel bourbon that dad will love. With the lowest prices for over 30 years, you'll always find what you love and love what you find. Only at Total Wine & More. Spirits not sold in Virginia and North Carolina. Drink responsibly. B21. Where can you find the best gifts at great low prices that everyone will love? At Total Wine & More, of course, with so many great bottles to choose from. Find something for everyone on your list, whether it's a Cabernet for your sis, sparkling wine for a coworker, or a single barrel bourbon for dad. And if you need any help, just ask one of their friendly guides for advice. With the lowest prices for over 30 years, you'll always find what you love and love what you find. Only at Total Wine & More. Spirits not sold in Virginia and North Carolina. Drink responsibly, B21. Mm-hmm. This just hits the spot. Hi, this is Play Me A Recipe and I'm Aarti Menon. Welcome to my kitchen in Brooklyn. You've actually caught me on a particularly hungry morning, so I'm just going to go ahead and make myself a single Indian Railway omelette sandwich. Yep, just for me, because as they say, the early bird, well, you know the rest. So the full recipe is linked in the show notes if you need to refer to it, but I'll be taking this recipe step by step so you can actually cook right alongside me. And if you need to take a quick break to get yourself a refill of coffee, just hit pause. I'll be on the other end of it waiting for you. So what we're about to make is a herby spicy omelette that we're then going to fold between two slices of buttery toast. You're going to need eggs, milk, onion, fresh green chili, cilantro, and a couple dried spices, turmeric, chili, black pepper, some oil for frying, and of course, toasted bread. If you don't have a toaster, don't stress because the traditional way of making this is actually by frying the bread in the same pan as the omelet. But first I wanna tell you a little backstory about why I call this the railway omelet. So when we were kids, my parents were very keen that my sister and I really get to know our country, which is India, and travel the length and breadth of it. So we'd go on these very long three-day train journeys. And as kids, these were very exciting journeys to take because we'd meet all these new people, we'd make new friends that we'd probably never see again, but loved fiercely for the three days that we knew them. But most importantly, it was about the food because there was lots of food. I mean, what else do you do for three days on a train? My mum, who is an excellent cook and a master planner and organizer, would plan out, make all these meals, pack them accordingly. She'd have everything organized. But as a kid, all I ever wanted was what I couldn't have. And in this case, it was that spicy, greasy omelette sandwich that they served up on every railway station at a town that we would stop at. So the train would pull up at these towns and I, I could get the smell of this sort of spicy omelette and that's all I wanted. Now my mum would say no on day one and day two. By day three, she was fed up. So, you know, the answer would be yes. And my sister and I would jump off the train and pick a vendor and watch in rapt attention as he'd pour 
pools of egg into spluttering oil and when it was done he'd very deftly fold it up and stuff it between two buttery toasts and pack it up just in time for us to jump back on the train. And when I wrote about this for Food 52, I found that I wasn't the only one with these memories. Anyone who has spent time growing up in India and traveling long distance on its trains is likely to have eaten this omelette sandwich. Okay, now that you know all of that, let's get on with making it. The recipe is designed for two omelettes, but I'm making just one. My husband is having a bit of a lazy morning and he's sleeping in. So instead of four eggs in the recipe, I'm, I'm down to two. Instead of half a peeled onion, I'm using a fourth. You get the picture. So let's start with the onion. And it's, it's already peeled. I have it right here. And what you want to do is dice it up really fine. Now with the dice, the thing to remember is that you want the onion to be small enough to not weigh down the omelette but big enough that it competes for your attention when you take a bite, you know? Onion versus the custody egg. I'm using a white onion. In India, we tend to use red onion, but it really doesn't matter, you could use either. There we go. Next up, we're gonna dice the, the green chili. I'm very partial to a fresh green chili, either an Indian or Thai chili. I tend to love spice but if you want to dial it down or use a, a sweeter gentler pepper like I don't know jalapeno or even Anaheim feel free to do so you can also de-seed the chili if you'd like I don't <laughs> and then we have a sprig of coriander or cilantro when I first moved to the US I'd say coriander all the time and people would look at me strangely I've started saying cilantro now, I think. I'm quite liberal with the cilantro. So you have about a tablespoon of cilantro per omelette. That's what I've got here. That's ready. Oh, another tip. If you want to store your cilantro for, for long, make sure to wash and dry it thoroughly when you bring it back from the market. Separate the leaves from the stem. Wrap the leaves up in a dry paper towel and store it in a, an airtight container. It'll last forever. Okay, there we have it. All our veggies ready. Next, I've got two eggs that I'm gonna crack and drop into my mixing bowl. Like I said, if you're making two sandwiches, you'll eat four. I'm only making one for myself this morning. So that's two eggs there. Remember, with whisking this egg, you don't really need to create stiff peaks or anything. It's this egg is usually made in a hurry. And, um, you know, so all you want to do is just give it a little bit of a mix so that it's a homogenous yellow, but you don't need to fluff it up. And that's it. No white strands. That's good. Now I'm going to do something very controversial. I'm going to add a drop of milk, about a teaspoon of milk which I've learned is a very controversial thing to do. But hey, I'm a creature of habit, so yeah, there you go. Now I'm gonna add the spices here. I've got a pinch of ground turmeric. I've got a pinch of red chili powder. You can use pepper flakes, red pepper flakes if you'd like. I've got the red chili, dry chili powder. And then you want 
but two grinds, two grinds of pepper and salt to taste. Again, with the dry spices, feel free to dial down, skip a spice, but my advice is not to. <laughs> I'm gonna go ahead and get my pan warmed up for the egg. I've got a 10 inch skillet here. You don't wanna to go too small because contrary to what you might assume, you want the omelette to actually be thin and not fluffy. The heft of the omelette comes from the veggies. I'm using sunflower oil here, but you could use any vegetable oil or ghee if you prefer. While that warms up, we're gonna go ahead and mix the diced veggies into the egg. Let's see if the pan is warm enough. Looks like it is, so I'm gonna pour the omelette into the pan. Or the omelette mixture, rather. Not quite an omelette yet. And I'm gonna turn down the heat a little bit. You'll wanna cook the omelette for a couple minutes until the underside is golden, but not quite brown. So the ones that we'd get on a chain, as I recall, are actually quite yellow. They don't let it brown. But I like to brown mine ever so slightly. So let that omelette cook for a couple of minutes. And then once you see it turn ever so slightly brown, you can flip it and cook the other side for another two minutes. I'm gonna take a look. Ooh, perfect. Allow me to flip the omelet while you do the same with yours. Perfect. Now we're gonna let this sit for another couple minutes. And while the other side is cooking, let's take a break. But in a couple minutes, the omelet will be ready to be taken off the heat. And we're back. Today I'm frying up an Indian railway omelet, which is to be sandwiched between two crispy toasts. You can find this recipe in the show notes. So right before the break, we had flipped our omelet and let it cook on its second side for a couple minutes. And I've just actually pulled it off the heat. This would be when, if you were making omelets for two, you'd repeat the previous two steps with the other half of the omelet mixture to make the second omelet. I actually often make this omelet sandwich for just myself because it's kind of a form of self-care for me. Everyone has those recipes they make when, you know, spirits need lifting. It's usually dishes associated with your childhood or special events or your mom's kitchen. And this is one of those for me. So we've Flip the omelette and cooked it and taken it off the heat. And this is when we go ahead and toast our bread. To toast the bread on the pan, you'll want to place your pan over medium-high heat. Let's get that going. And drop in a pat of butter or a glug of olive oil. I actually like to toast my bread in the grease of the pan, the same pan that I cooked my omelette in, adding just the smallest pat of butter. I'm gonna turn this bread over. And you'll wanna cook the bread for a couple of minutes on each side or until it is golden brown. 
Remember, if you like your bread more evenly browned and crisped, you might actually prefer a toaster, which is totally fine. You can also dry toast the bread in a separate skillet. But where's the joy in that? I mean, <laughs> my dad's mum, who is a terrific cook, had just one motto in her kitchen. Butter makes everything more fun. I distinctly remember her saying that. I'm going to add a little more butter because, like my grandmom said, makes it more fun. You can hear the sizzle, the butter. It's a very pretty sound to hear, especially first thing in the morning. And the toasts are done. Now comes the best part, which is actually assembling the sandwich, or the second best part. Tasting is the, is the best part. So I've got the omelette here, which I'm gonna fold up into a quarter. So you fold it in half and then fold that in half again. And we've got our crispy browned toast, which I let sit on the pan with the heat off so it stays warm. You plop the omelette in there. The omelette sandwiches of my childhood were always made with white bread. And this is simply because the reach of brown bread in smaller towns in India, until very recently, was very limited. We'd also often have this sandwich with pow bread instead of white bread. And pow bread, if you have never had it. It's a small loaf of bread and was introduced by the Portuguese in India. And we kind of made it our own. It's square, thick bun, and it's spongy with a puffed up brown top. It's a street food staple in India. And often when I would have this sandwich on a street instead of a railway station, say the streets of Bombay, even fairly recently, it would be served up in a pow. And there was nothing tastier on, especially a crisp winter morning, nothing quite like it. What I love about this sandwich is that there's so much room to riff because if you want to add more veggies to it, you know, you've got some leftover peppers or spinach or kale even, go right ahead and plop it in. When I first uh, wrote this story on the omelette for Food 52, I wrote about the version that they serve at a restaurant in New York called Pondicherry. And the Indian omelette they serve there is actually loaded with veggies. And very appropriately, they call it the everything but the kitchen sink omelette. So if you have some spinach and diced peppers and tomatoes, I mean, they're all fair game. As is cheese. Grate some mature cheese into your omelette mixture. I often do. Okay, so I've got my sandwich assembled here and I don't think I can wait any longer. So I'm going to take one giant bite of this. Mmm. Mm-hmm just hits the spot straight back to my childhood and those marathon train journeys and that one time when a train nearly left without me because ordering my omelette took way too long but that my friends is a story for another day thank you for making my indian railway omelette sandwich with me and allowing me to relive all those wonderful childhood memories be sure to rate and review us, especially so I can know how yours turned out. And if you have a personal travel memory of your own, share it with us. And remember, we'll be playing new recipes weekly. So if there's a Food 52 recipe that you'd like to hear us make, email it to podcasts at food52.com.
Thank you for listening on this nostalgia-filled morning. 